Welcome everyone to this week's new episode of Project Tech Gaming. I'm your host, Rob Garcia, and joining me today is co-host Kelvin Rolong. What's up, guys? How you doing today, Kelv? Doing well, doing well. I'm excited today. Today's a, a hefty, uh, hefty episode. Yeah, there's a lot going on uh, this crazy week with all the, the game stonks and yeah, <laughs> all that God. stuff. Yeah, we'll get into that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, on that note, today's topics, we're talking about the medium reviews, developers on promising release dates, game stonks, Tesla's new Model S, and Bose sunglasses. Ooh. But first, let's start off our play of the week. Kelvin, what new game did you try this week? All right, so I tried a game called The the Medium. Um, this okay. game just came out today on Xbox uh, Series X and S and on PC. So you can probably get that on Game Pass, definitely on Game Pass, and on Steam as well. Um, this, play, this game is interesting to say the least. Uh, it's a third-person psychological horror game, essentially. Um, it's a... It, it, you're you're taking control of a of a, a woman named Marianne, uh, who's a medium, and she can basically talk to spirits. And the interesting part about her is that she can travel between two worlds, between the real world and the actual spiritual realm. I guess if you want to call that. Um, it's developed by Blooper Team, the guys that made the uh, uh, Blair Witch Project back in two thousand nineteen. I don't know if you've played that game or if you had any. Any takes on that game before? Uh, I've heard of the game before. I've heard of Blair Witch Project. Uh, I've never played that game. Right, right. Again, I don't think a lot of people really have, play, to be honest. Yeah, I don't really play scary games in general. Right, so, right, right, right. But I've definitely heard of it. Um, and I, I don't, I haven't heard anything about it as far as like people playing it, but right. I've heard of the name before. So sure. the, these these guys aren't strangers to horror games. They, um, you know, they know it pretty well, and. This game was actually announced back in 2012, I think it was, um, for last-gen consoles. And it was kind of, you know, it kind of went under the radar for a while. And then it got re-announced back in uh, December in 2020, uh, 2020 for uh, release day for January 28th. So it kind of came back in for, into everyone's radar. And now it's it's here, which is it's, it's pretty cool. It's like one of the first Xbox, like, series x major titles um obviously it's on a game pass which is pretty cool and it's downloaded right now um so i played about an hour and a half of it um i had to kind of you know play as much as i could mostly because it came out today at 11 o'clock in the morning so i went to work came back so so let's talk about that so you're waiting at midnight to play the game yeah so me and rob were were kind of online working on some stuff and i'm like all right cool you know i'm gonna hit wait till midnight start up the game kind of kind of get as much as i can uh, in the middle of the night and then sure enough as i'm it's already pre-downloaded on my on my computer and sure enough as soon as i try to hit play it's saying that you're too early to play the game you gotta wait i'm like what do you mean it's like 12 10 or 12 10 or something like that right so I look a little bit closer and it says that this game is available at 11 o'clock in the morning. I was like, what? Like, who does that shit? Like, why? So that was so random. It was, it's just random because no one, like, who does that? Who announced, who, like, you don't, even on like PlayStation Store, even on Xbox Live, you just download a game and then you pre-download it and then you can just play it at midnight, right? Like, that's essentially what you would normally do. 
So yeah, it's usually it just unlocks it, and then you just basically right because you get to you preloaded it right exactly. It was in my system. It was in my hard drive, so I was ready to go. Um, so that kind of like you know backtracked a little bit. So I had to kind of rush home as soon as I got out of work and just kind of start playing. Um, but from what I've played, I'm gonna just say I'm enjoying it. I like it a lot. Um, this is a game that if you are into the old school Resident Evil games, it's like the old school Resident Evil had a baby with Silent Hill and Dino Crisis. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm good. That's a pass for me. So, but think about that. <laughs> think about that because back in the '90s, right? So this game is set in the '90s, which you know, just to let you guys that's know, that's actually that's actually kind of cool. All right, it's set in the '90s in in Poland. So, um, and and I just got that based off of like the names and a lot of like Polish names and stuff like that. Um, so it, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It, it kind of hurts it, but at the same time, it's actually beneficial in that aspect where it's. Like I said, it has that Resident Evil, old school Resident Evil vibe, mostly because of the tanky controls. It's very tanky. So it's a third person, uh, uh, you know, third person game. However, your kind of tank controls remind you of old school Resident Evil, old school Dino Crisis, old school um, Silent Hill. Some people hate that. Some people like that. I don't mind it as much, but it definitely ages the game especially it being a brand new xbox title right um so but it didn't really affect my gameplay what really affects your gameplay again and this can hurt it or it can actually benefit it um is the actual uh what is it called when the camera is fixed like it's like a fixed camera yeah, a fixed camera angle yeah it's just it's, angles so it's just angles right it, it benefits it in a way because it keeps that immersion when you're playing the game. So you don't know what's around the corner. You don't know what's like right next to you because you're only fixed on that particular angle at the moment. So it's cool in that aspect because then it gives you that kind of like, you know, nostalgic feel. But it's bad because it's just you're, you have fixed camera angles. Like you can't, there's nothing you could do about it. You can't really scroll around. You can't really look around and see what's around you. It's kind of like based off of what the developers want you to see at that given time so it's cool in that aspect but it, it, it's gonna it's gonna definitely draw people away from the game but people well, like me for i mean i enjoy the resident evil games for what they are i'm not like i don't have the lore that you know other people enjoy about resident evil and stuff like that i enjoyed it just because the immersion is there you know i i enjoy the fixed angles um, just because it kind of brings you into the game a little bit more and you're like, oh shit, like if I turn this corner, what's going to happen, you know? So that is kind of like a good and a bad thing about it. Um, the good thing about this game though, the atmosphere in this game is amazing. Like it really draws you in mostly because of the environments. And what I mean by that is like, um, for example, there's like light that's reflecting on puddles um, there's a forest scene that is really like it captures that for like dreaded forest vibe, you know, and it just helps build that immersion. So that kind of makes me it, it draws you into the game. Right. What I don't enjoy about this game so far is although the immersion is there, what breaks the immersion are the character models. And I feel like it they, if they just put as much work as they did on the environments as it did to the characters it would have been like 
nearly perfect game, honestly, as far as like graphics go. Um, everything is 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 detailed to the max. Like you can definitely see they put a lot of effort into a lot of the environments, and there's no like, uh, there's no shade that's like that's not been touched. Like everything's been like crafted to like as much as they could. But then when it comes to the character models, I don't know. It just has this like really old school like almost ps2 vibe to it where that's re- that's really weird i mean yeah, the graphics really are there for it of course like it's it looks pretty but the the lip syncing isn't quite there yet and then some of the hair is kind of like weird like some like the way the hair kind of like moves um and then a lot of the a lot of the stuff that she says is kind of off-putting in a like where she is in in this stage in the game i feel like she shouldn't be saying whatever she says so to take a step back like she narrates most of the game so as you progress through the game she's kind of narrating like you know what's happening around that time of the game and not to spoil too much about it but in the beginning you start off um essentially trying to figure you're, you're trying to dress up someone that passed away Right, so she lives. So she lives like above a morgue. So underneath, under like on the first floor, she's like, you know, going downstairs trying to, uh, you know, dress somebody up. I can't say who it is, and then, like things start kind of happening at that point. So the basis of the story is, you want to find out what your origins are, and that doesn't really start happening until like maybe twenty. 25 minutes into the game where you get like a phone call and someone specifically says like i know who you are um i can give you answers that you're looking for and you need to meet me at this certain place to find those answers and then that's how you like your your the story pretty much starts off so it's it 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 has its, its take backs on that sense like i wish one the the character models were a little bit on more on point and then two, when it comes to the acting and the actual um, voice acting in the game, it kind of takes me away. But when it comes to the environment, it's dead on, it's spot on. I love it. And the atmosphere, perfect. It's great. So my question for you is right now, do you still want to play the game? Yes. I'm like... Okay. Because... So the basis of the game sets you off there. Like, you have to go to this place. Um, but it, it keeps you it keeps you engaged. My only drawback with the story in itself is that being in an hour and a half into the game so far, there's obviously more questions than answers, right? And my what I don't like is that they don't really fully answer anything quite yet. Again, I'm only a, an hour and a half in, right? But they don't really give you as much information as you would like. So, for example, you're like, you find out, you see this little girl, right? And she's like a spirit, so you're 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 going between the two worlds, right? And you you don't know who she is, but you're trying to find you know that guy that called you, right? You're trying to find who that guy was. So in the midst of trying to find who that guy was that called you, you don't know who this little girl is, and it just keeps stacking on questions without giving you answers. So you're 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 constantly questioning, like, oh well, why am I doing this? Like, who's this? And and when am I going to find the answer to this? Like, there, I wish there were little answers, little, like, 
crumbs to kind of give you that need to keep going. But as of right now, there's just so many questions that I have that I'm hoping they get answered at some point. Obviously, an hour and a half in, I don't really have that much into the game right now. But it just feels like they're they're going to leave everything answered at the very end. And I don't know if that's a great way to storytell. Interesting. All right. So if I wanted to play this game, where can I buy it or play it? Uh, you can buy it on the X- on Xbox stores. You can download it if you want. If you already have Game Pass, you can download it on Game Pass. And I believe you can download it on Steam as well. Um, and real quick, I will say I, I want to talk a little bit about the, um, the the parallel universes between the real world and the actual spirit world. Um, okay. They do because that's like the basis of the game, right? Like that's like their their main lore. Um, I think they do a good job with it. So when you when, when whenever that like initiates in that game, it, it does like a split screen. So you see the real world. And then you see the natural, like the spiritual world. And they do a good job with both. So essentially you see your character, Marianne, talking to a spirit in the spirit world, right? And then on the left side, you see the real world and she's not talking to anybody. You're just noticing that she's just kind of talking to herself. Um, I, I, I think they did a great job with that because it, it definitely, you can see what they're going for. I'm not sure if I enjoy the split screen part of it, though. And I think they would have done a better job or it, it would have been a better experience if you if they kind of gave you that hint that, OK, we know she's gone. She's doing this like interwoven like interwoven, like, you know, aspect of seeing the spirit world and the in the real world. But I just wish it didn't have to be split all the time. I just wish that you can kind of see one side full screen and then you just kind of know in the back of your head, like, OK, so in the real world, I know she's not talking to anybody, you know, it's, it, oh, she is talking to somebody, but you can't see them. It just kind of like it breaks the immersion, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because you're seeing both of them and it just kind of takes away from it. And that and it also takes away when you're actually playing the game and it does that split screen part. You're, you're constantly looking back on each each um, on each screen. Right. So on one screen on the left the real world, you're seeing that there's a ladder on your side, but in the spirit world, there isn't. And then you have to find a way to get to, um, you know, one side by based off of the spirit world. And then like, it, it does that like really well when it comes to puzzles, but you're constantly looking back and forth, back and forth because they're using those two screens to kind of connect one puzzle together. So it, it, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but um, I just wish they kind of, tweak that a little bit more so it sounds like your review not your review but your impression of the game is it's kind of mixed it's mostly good but there's some things about it that you really don't like and seems dated and it's definitely um, dated but i think there's more positives than good i just think that the the they, they definitely have great ideas and i'd be really interested to see if they make a sequel and kind of flesh out those ideas a little bit more so would you recommend this game to our listeners to play? Again, if you're a horror fan and you really enjoy the old school Resident Evil games, this is right up your alley. Like this is 100% right up your alley, especially it has story. It's a, and it's a pretty decent story so far from what I can gather. Um, but if you're not into horror, obviously, and if you're not into that 
kind of tanky controls or the fixed camera angles, I, I don't think this is the game for you. So it really depends on what your take on what kind of horror you horror game you want, you know. Well, very well said, Kelvin. Thank you. And that leads us into topic one. Uh, medium reviews versus our opinions on reviews. So this is kind of a weird topic in a sense that we have companies rating this game, for example, GameSpot, Mm. is rating this game a 9 out of 10. We have IGN rating a 9 out of 10. We have Metacritic giving it a 73 out of 100. We have... The Guardian giving it a two out of five, and then we have Games Radar giving it a two and a half out of five. That's a huge like. Yeah, it's it's mixed. For it's, sure. it's 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 super mixed. Like, is games either really good or it's really There's bad? Like no in between besides Metacritic. <laughs> so, what is this game? Is this game a nine or is it a two? <laughs> Again, so, I I think what it comes down to is what I, I talked about a little bit earlier. The the nines out of tens were probably guys that enjoy or, or gals that enjoyed the horror games back in the nineties, right? The people that scored it uh, two out of five, two and a half out of five are those that probably never got into the old school um, Resident Evil games. It just really depends on your your play style, essentially, right? So do you think that's fair to the the game itself that it gets it because someone that sees that they see the two out of five right they're like oh i got a two out of five mm. i'm not playing that right and it didn't even give it a chance when actually apparently it has nine potential right so do you think that that's fair that the way that they're so yeah I, these reviews are so sporadic yeah you know? yeah I, I think it's fair only because again at the end of the day these are opinions right everyone has it's all opinion. it's all subject it's subjective. all subjective now what I would advise for those people that do kind of consider reading or, or looking at scores for, for their, you know, for their game intake, um, if you're kind of undecisive of what you want, read read the review, right? I mean, if you see that GameStop or GameSpot, sorry, has a 9 out of 10, and then you see Metacritic or, or The Guardian, Games Radar, they have a 2 out of 5, read both of those articles and see what gravitates towards you. GameSpot. GameSpot might like the fact that, you know, it has that tank control and it has the uh, fixed camera angles. And if that's something that you like, if that you're into, all right, cool. This is probably up my alley. This is probably I'm more leaning towards the 9 out of 10 side as opposed to Games Radar. They didn't like the controls. They didn't like the camera angles. This might not be for me. <clears throat> so I, I think it's I, I think it's I think it's good. though. So on that same subject, let's take a game like god of war mm. Ooh, you want to go there with god of war because you know my, my so, take about it so god of war yeah for the most part got and this could be for any like great game like god of war last of us 2 yeah across the board it got great reviews like right. most places gave it 10 nines tens mm-hmm. eights you know that kind of thing yeah but no one really gives it a two. What if, what if I liked God of War three? Like I liked the play style of God of War three, and I didn't like how linear God of War, the original or the the new God of War right. remake was. Um, why I, I might rate that lower because I don't like how linear it is. Right. 
so that's where that kind of comes in where um I'm confused like maybe that like the medium is definitely not got a war no does it deserve a nine I don't know if if it do, if uh, most people trying to play this game I don't are not like if you have a select audience that are gonna play this game and they're not gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. is it a good game does it deserve that nine I mean what uh, would I give it a nine? Probably not. I, I'd probably right right now the hour and a half that I played, I'd probably give it like an eight, um, a solid eight. But it, it's it's hard to say because again, their opinions are something that someone reviewed this game, played it for you know completed or not, and hopefully completed if they're like reviewing this game fully, and they decided that this game was great. They enjoyed it themselves and. They wanted to list all the good things and bad things that this, you know this game had to offer. I think a lot of gamers uh, they decide based off solely on the score, and I mean I, I do that all the time, right? Like you probably do the same thing where you look at the review. Oh, it's an eight, cool. I might get it. It looks good. Like this is this is for me. But if you sit down and actually read them, um, and then you know a lot of a lot of them actually put a lot of effort into these review scores if you actually sit down and read them you'll you'll really dissect exactly what makes this game for you or not um otherwise you're just kind of basing it off numbers that are really what do they really mean you know what i mean like what's the point of a a review score is, is is really nothing more than just a basis of some like a base of numbers that kind of help the website kind of gain attention you know what i mean for sure me personally for something to get like a nine or ten you could take anybody and they play that game they're like this game is amazing right it has to be like in 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 my standards Mm -hmm. a nine has to be nearly perfect right i mean a 10 even a 10 out of 10 isn't perfect that doesn't mean that this game is flawless that just means that it is close to perfect as possible yeah so uh, for, for go ahead sorry to, to get a to get a 10 like i feel like i have to take someone who doesn't really like play games at all mm. you know and like i see for now take my dad or something or right whoever and i'm like sit down play this game yeah and if they're like wow that was crazy yeah and they're not a gamer like they don't play anything like they, they don't do that stuff right and they're able to say like i enjoyed that so much like that was you know that to me is a 10 yeah, you know. similar similar story to that. I did, um, so we, me and Alaris, we, I, I beat The Last of Us, right? I beat The Last of Us 2 and The Last of Us 1. Um, but I, I enjoyed that story so much, especially the first one. I, me told, too. I told Alaris, I'm like, listen, like, I don't want you to play this game because she's not a gamer whatsoever, but I want you to see the story. So we sat down, we watched all the cutscenes. And she enjoyed the game. Like, she really, in, like, she was invested in the characters. She was invested in the story. Same thing with two. She enjoyed the story. And that just goes to show you, one, how storytelling has changed in games, but that's a whole different topic. And two, there's games out there that can gravitate players or, or anybody, people in general, that don't play games. And that's how you know that this game, like, deserves whatever score it got. Yeah, and that actually leads us in topic number two. 
developers on release dates, delays, and announcements. So developers on, we'll give an example of Cyberpunk. That seems to always be a fun topic. Yeah. They say, the game's coming out this time. Oh, no, it's not coming out now. We got still working on stuff. <clears throat> Delayed again. Mm-hmm. Game finally comes out. Got to release a big ass patch, right day one, and then, and then the game doesn't freaking even work for consoles. Like it's horrible. So it's like, how do developers stop that? You know, how how do we stop that trend of like it's okay to ship out a broken game? I think what what it like how should they should they say like hey we don't know when this is coming out but we're working on it and then when we figure it out like yeah when it's when it's almost ready then then we'll announce it it's there's a fine line for developers to talk to their audience right but you you also have to consider that they're a company and they need to make money at a certain point right they need to um, please their shareholders they need to make sure that the investors are happy as well, right? Otherwise, what, whatever they're doing, just it, it, it won't mean anything at that point. Um, so there's a fine line between making your your consumers happy and making your share, shareholders happy as well. Um, it's hard because I think for me, the best way to ship a game, in, in an ideal world, I think Bethesda um, did probably one of the best actions of releasing a game with fallout 4 because if you remember they announced that game i don't remember the year but they announced that game at e3 and then six months later that game came out like it was probably the best launch of a game in my opinion that ever came out because one you didn't have to wait for that game because that game was announced at e3 right and then six months later, that game came out, buggy as fuck, right? <laughs> but that just that just well, Fallout. But that's general. a Fallout game. Like, that's a <laughs> that's, Bethesda game in general. You can't yeah. really, you can't really, you can ha- you hold them to that standard, of course. But at the same time, it's a it's a, a first person open world game. It you know, there's a lot that goes into that. You know, so it, it it's hard. So my my ideal take on that would be you know shipping a game six months you know like like announce it six months prior and then ship it um and i think developers have a hard time kind of giving consumers updates for example mostly because i mean i'm gonna be honest consumers have a lot of shit to talk about especially online you announce a game in 2000 you know 20 and you know you don't give an update for for like six months and everyone's just like bashing you you know when in reality you're working hard in that game and you don't you just don't you want to you know hold your cards close to you you don't want to announce anything too early because you don't know what the state of that game is going to look like four or five months from now you know what i mean so yeah but it could be again with that that shareholder thing like you said right right. they want to build they want to start building up hype for a game right start selling merchandise that kind of stuff like uh, limited editions, right? Or, and or, that's why they 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 announce games, you know, a year, two years early to kind of generate that hype. 
and then shit happens in development all the time right so then something messes up there's a huge bug a huge uh, uh you know game breaking bug they have to delay the game and then all the consumers all the gamers are, are are you know there's a huge backlash there's a fucking backfire and everyone's pissed off you know it doesn't make you look good it doesn't make the consumers or or not the consumers the um the shareholders look good like it just kind of ruins a lot of the latter that ha- that you know kind of takes place when that happens do you think now in this digital age we hold games to a higher standard than we did back in the day when we when patches weren't a thing when updates weren't a thing you know even back in back on ps2 mm-hmm. right you know i think it's the last time it was like that you got the game you played the game no patch and that was it right that was the you simpler know? days right because that, that was a, that was a good day dude man. that was the I best mean, like a... you you didn't even think about that right you 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 got the game and you're just like this is it this, this is, it. is this, this is, is the it. fucking yeah. game and i don't like nothing can change that right so you play it for what it is and you enjoy it for what it is you actually enjoyed the bugs sometimes because they were quirky and stupid and it would think just... of like like pokemon back in the day like yeah. pokemon red and blue like yeah. missing no like the missing no Dude, bug? or the like, uh, inf- infinity were candies and shit like that was that was the best shit. Like I would get all. I, I think that was a bug, right? You consider that, that, that a bug. well. That was you got it through a missing no. That's how you were able to generate unlimited items was fair, through fair. that missing no glitch. But like that stuff is like, yeah, it was messed up, right? But it was fun. It created memories, and it like it, yeah, it, it's talked about in the community. Whereas like now, mm-hmm. a bug is viewed as like game breaking. This is awful. Or this is yeah. like not finished, or this is um, you know hindering my experience. You know. Um, so, and, and that's again that's what developers have to deal with a lot of the times again you have to hold them to that standard though right because now developers are kind of on the flip side some developers are like okay well you know we're not quite done yet um you know <coughs> you know who i'm talking about uh, and then all of a sudden <laughs> they just release the game and oh shit like there's a you know day one patch but it doesn't fix all the pa- all the all the games all the bugs so it's like you're you're essentially just releasing a half-assed product you know, and I don't think that's how it was back in the day. Back in the day, they did take their time and they did put in the effort to finish their game. But, you know, things fall through the cracks and there's a little bug here and there. Now, a lot of developers are kind of leaning towards that day one patch. And that shouldn't yep. that shouldn't be the case either. You know, so it, it's it's kind of like a I don't know. It, it It's one of those things where is it ever going to change? No, it's, it's here to stay. There's always going to be updates. I mean, everything gets an update now, right? Yeah. Event Cars are going to get up. Cars have updates. Cars have updates. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, every, everything has updates now, mm-hmm. and it's just part of part of life. It's just That's just how it is right. with uh, our technology. Yep, yep. I will say, I will say what I probably missed the most out of back in the day mm-hmm. is when you would open a new case for a game, PS2, whatever, yeah. and you would get a thick-ass booklet. The book. Now, if I see a book, I'm like, "What the fuck is this shit? Like, why is this here?" No, they don't even give you a book. They give you like a sheet of paper. It's like, why yeah. did you even bother? And then now it's like, you know, in the actual game itself, but I don't, yeah, which yeah. I don't ever look at because it's not as satisfying, right? But yeah, yeah the book, like, 
I don't remember. I can't remember what game had a thick ass book, but I don't know. I'm just gonna throw a game out there like Metal Gear Solid, for example. When they had like, if they had like a thick ass book, I'd be all up on that. I'll be like looking at the pictures and looking at like all. The yeah, like, cool like there was some like cool artwork in that and yeah. that stuff sometimes. Yep, like yep, there's yep. actually stuff that went into that versus now it's just like just open up a menu and your yep. your game and so. Um, yes, yeah, so I guess one we'll that topic there. Mm-hmm. Um, that we do definitely hold them up to a higher standard now compared to we used to because games are just that much bigger. So let me ask but, you this before we before we change topics. Yeah. So obviously with the whole um, cyberpunk issue, right? Like that's would you would you agree that that set a standard now for developers moving forward that this should not happen again? Like like moving forward, I. Do you think developers are going to reevaluate their planning and their launch schedules to kind of not have that happen to them again or to them in general? So I think that it's not going to be tolerated anymore by the public, I agree. by the consumer. Yeah. I think that if there's a bad game that gets released yeah. and you were like, this game's going to be crazy, buy right. our game. And you're promising like it's going to be like this futuristic like there's nothing like it that ever came out and it's not that yeah they're gonna they're gonna say something especially now with social media i mean and all, this was the perfect storm in a sense if you think about it like i mean it's terrible that this happened to all those people that actually worked hard on this game but to have such a huge game the biggest game of 2020 if you can say that right to just have it fail in that how like how bad it failed in that sense like this this had to have happened to make any change in like day one launch patches right because yeah if you have like if you if if this happened to a game like a a indie game right i don't think anyone would really blink an eye right exactly because like they're not advertised as heavily as like that game right but it, it but because this is cyberpunk this had everyone's attention and everyone for the most part thought yeah there's no way this game can fail and it fucking failed numbers wise it didn't fail but game wise like actual experience wise actual um review wise it failed and it it, i can't imagine it not changing or making a ripple effect in the future because of what happened to them so hopefully this is a positive thing in the end and it and it shows developers like listen we can't just throw shit out there because we don't want to be cyberpunked <laughs> you know hey i like that pun there <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna like you know we're gonna we're gonna rethink our planning a little bit and just kind of give it the attention and the love that it needs definitely not going to be the last time it happens it's going to happen definitely again not. to somebody yeah. some profess to some uh you know developer but yeah um we'll see we'll see in the future yeah topic three Gain stop oh, stock. Boy, okay. Or game stonks. Game stonks. <laughs> Good stonks. Um, so basically, what was happening with GameStop, if, if you're not aware, is there was this huge uh, Reddit movement basically trying to almost like overthrow Wall Street. Yep. And just buying like some stock that is just doing poorly. And basically making these were Reddit users, um, by the way, that you know they're they're fairly they they have money in general already, so they were just kind of throwing money at GameStop, essentially. 
Exactly. Yeah, they were they're throwing throwing money at GameStop, and then basically they got everyone like, "Yo, everyone, let's let's just make GameStop the freaking stock to buy. Yep. Let's do it." Um, and that just like completely turned the stock market over. You know, like the big firms were like freaking out and yep. like we need to buy this back. Yep. You know, like how do how do we how do we do this? And it's crazy because I don't know if you know Robinhood. Yes. The they stop people from purchasing yes. the stock. Yes. And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's as a way to control as a way to control people from purchasing yeah. uh, more stock on GameStop. And not just GameStop from like uh Blackberry, which first of all, who the fuck has a Blackberry? Like I what? have one. I have one right now. No, you don't. Just I don't, I don't I was about to say, I was like, wait. No, <laughs> I, 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 I would understand if Jess had one. I would be like, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> but no. Um, also, AMC, too. Like, they're trying to, like, real hard trying to buy AMC stocks. I, I found that really interesting because, one, I'm not a stocks person at all. But for this to actually happen, like, this is probably the most hype I've ever been in the like first stock. stocks for stocks yeah. for sure right so well the fact that there's just memes in general about it yeah you know that like it's just going getting into pop culture now yeah tells you that this is a big deal yeah um so a little bit on robin hood though what a shitty move right like what a shitty name for the for what they did robin hood you, you're essentially what your name stands for is to take from the rich and give to the poor. Is that not what Robin Hood did? In, uh, in the, yeah, right? that's that. That's what that's, that's what that stands what the for. Intent was, but so they didn't do that. For Robin <laughs> said, Hood, oh, the poor is buying this stuff. Yeah, stop them. Right, stop them. It, it just nah. it baffles me. Like so, you 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 essentially just stop, or or, or you you close your you position close i guess is what they call it or or whatever what the, the proper term is you you can't so the people that already have the stocks from gamestop Blue, uh, blackberry amc they they can't do anything with their stocks besides close the you know close their stocks they can't sell it they can't uh trade it in they can't do anything with it um which is terrible it's like this is not what one america stands for right like this is not what your company stands for, and it just show it just goes to show you like this is all like it's the ri- it's just the rich trying to the control rich trying the, to get richer the and, turn, yeah exactly and control the control the you know the the average person that's yeah. that's exactly what it is and that's not America it's not what we stand for it's a it's a free free market you know yeah like capitalism you know it has its it has its it's obviously it's down things but right. like. That's the great thing about America is like everyone has a chance to succeed. Right. The wealthy is now just you're just trying to make the wealthy succeed. And that's not. Yeah. And then again, that's not what your company stands for. Your company should have stand or should or stood for, if if I recall, giving us poor, poor people, in a sense, a chance to to have that opportunity. Right. To to be able to 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 be on the same page or on the same level as the like wall street um you know kind of people in, in up there so i just don't think what they did was a really smart idea and and they're paying for it right now right i mean 
They're gonna be. They're gonna lose a lot of people. Yeah, they've lost a lot of people. Go, and, their and, reviews and go elsewhere. Their reviews are going way down as far as like you know they're downloading. Uh, when you download their their app, it's it's like 1.0 now as opposed to like a five star rating or whatever. So it's it's definitely hurt them and the, and hopefully I don't know they can grow some sense into like not doing this again or I don't know if they can come back from this. I have no idea. So here's my thing that. I don't really understand, and again, I'm not I'm not big into stocks either, but I don't like the fact that like GameStop's definitely benefiting from this, right? They're but they're not a great company, for sure. Yeah, you, you know, like they don't they almost like they don't deserve this for this stuff to happen to them, right? Because they didn't they don't treat their employees for the for what I know I, I I've just heard stories. Yeah, just from things. I'm pretty sure heard, they yeah. don't they don't they don't treat their employees well, right? You know, so. Um, and they had like major layoffs. So like, they're kind of like the executives are kind of benefiting from, from this happening. Yeah. Which is like, same thing with like at AMC. I don't know if AMC, I mean, they're, I know they're hurting because obviously the pandemic and stuff right, like right. that, but I, I don't know if I agree with that either. It's just like, yeah, maybe pick. Yeah. So it's, um, it's funny cause there's a, there was a GameStop near my house, right? And so I, a couple of days ago, I went to. Didn't you work at a GameStop? No. I thought you did. Never. I would love. I would have loved to, but I was busy. Which would you have though? Would you have loved to work at a GameStop? Very true. That's fair. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe the, the, <laughs> the thought of it was more appealing. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so I went to my eye doctor, right? And I, for some reason, I didn't notice that GameStop was no longer there. Like they they had a GameStop right next to my eye doctor. And would you believe that in place of the GameStop that was there, they had a fucking gaming lounge. And I showed you, I sent you a video. You sent me a picture of that. That's really cool. It is fucking tits, dude. Like, it is, it, it's so, it's, it looks cool. And I think, well, I forget, what was the name of it? I, I told you the name of it. What was it? I, I don't remember. It's probably like the gaming lounge or something no, like that. No, it was, or... it was like, uh, fuck it. It's like right there. I don't remember. I would probably come back. But I so I was like, I I had my appointment, right? It was like six o'clock for my appointment. And I'm like, I'm not going yet. I gotta go in here first because this is fucking dope. So I walk in there and there's just like computers, like PCs lined up. Like just PC galore. Like it's just fucking amazing. Obviously, pandemic it not the place to be at the moment, right? But but when it's over, but after, when it's like, over, dude, I'm like, if they if they're still fucking there, because there was two people that were there fucking playing, um, but it looked dope as fuck. It was like this red blue aesthetic color scheme that they had going on, and everything just looked just crazy. I'm 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 hyped. I want to go there, but I'm not I'm not fucking risking it right now. Oh, obviously, yeah. And then you know that's really cool because like say like you're with a bunch of buddies and you're looking for stuff to do. Yeah. You know, you could be like, instead of like, let's go to the bar, like you can go and do like a land party there, yeah. basically. Yeah. And they and have, like, let's they, all, let's they, all five. They, they have mostly, um, like battle royale games that you can play. So obviously like your COD, you could play, um, you know, Fortnite, whatever, you know, whatever you Yeah. Get. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, say you're just like all, all four of your boys just in a row. It's like, Hey, let's, let's, let's all like just get together and play around. Like we don't have to each bring like our own individual thing. Right. Like, and you're still like in person, which is. I really wish there was more of that. Yeah, and um, I'm hoping this, especially in the states. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping this place does does a good job, and I'll probably you know 
check it out hopefully later down the road when this pandemic is over do you remember when we were in montreal we were wandering the streets uh slightly um intoxicated i think and we found that gamer like lounge slash bar with what we played super smash brothers oh yeah 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 <laughs> that was cool. you know that was a that was a gem that was a little gem in the corner there that was great i i was so, i was happy as fuck oh yeah you were de- <laughs> and it's cool they had like gamer themed like drinks yeah and yeah they had just like i had like any game you could think of yep. and it was just like it was nice to see like gamers just being just just kind of hanging out and not like yeah you know it was just cool judging them and we got our ass beat on smash that was cool that was uh, like i i was really uh, certain i would i would at least kind of be somewhat of a you know of a competitor and no i got, I got my ass beat so there's that all I know is that, uh, yeah, hopefully that there's more after this pandemic is over. Hopefully there's more stuff like that that pops open because yeah, I sure. think people really, you know, people like that stuff mm-hmm. and not necessarily like arcade style. Like you know how like there's there's some of them where it's like a barcade where it's like old arcade games and stuff. Like yeah, we need cur- more current things that yeah for sure we could play current games and. You know, yeah, there, um, there were two bars that we saw back in Montreal. One was more old school, right? Um, which is more common. More, you more know. common, yeah. The other one was cool because it had like more recent games and it had Super Smash Brothers. It had um, Melee. It had, you know, the, the new one as well. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I just remember, though, back on the, the game stock. Games. Yeah. GameStop stock. <laughs> yeah. Say that, say that really fast. Um, I remember sitting in my, my living room. Uh, in my living room, and I remember I was looking at the game stock, GameStop stock, and it was like five, ten bucks. I think it was. And how many stocks like, can a GameStop stock in the stock site now? I'm just like, I should buy this. And for a reason, I was like, no, it's GameStop. I'm not buying that. Yeah. I'm just kicking myself. You got in the fucked. Face, you right? you would have been I, filthy right now. You would have been I fucking would. filthy. Look at you. Now you're I, poor. I, I, you're a poor exactly. little bitch. Look at you. I'm poor. So poor. So fucking <laughs> kicking myself in the face. Yep. So dumb. I had no, I've never really got into the stock market, so I never even thought of doing it. But it would have been a great, fu- imagine how, like, imagine you, you have no idea what the stocks, the, the stock market is. You're just like, oh, I think this is cool. Like GameStop is four bucks. Let me buy that. Let me buy like fucking, you know, 50 stocks of it or whatever like but but the problem is now after this happens you're like what do i do with it well that's the not thing though you're, tra- you, you're not trained you don't you don't know you don't have any knowledge of this because you're new but so you're just like because of how all, this whole thing's like is happening right now you have you've had like three or four days to think about it like the the market the, the stock market for, for for gamestop was on the rise for like what couple days so you could have opted out you could have sold your shit like yesterday the day before and you would have been golden you know if you're waiting till now to do it then you're you're losing out but you could have like you like but that's a point that's a point of like screwing over uh wall street is to yeah. to keep holding on to it sure right? sure 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 but i'm saying for an average person like if you yeah, if yeah. you invest in stock a quick game yeah if you invested stock in that like a while back and you are still waiting for it to like increase or whatever like i don't know that's that that's a that's a fucking gamble and a half like i would if i were you i would fucking sell that shit quick and have whatever you got from it now 
just to just to reiterate uh, as far as like how what was the pricing, uh, how much the stock was going for. On the twenty fifth, it was seventy six dollars. The twenty sixth, one hundred forty five dollars. So it doubled. Um, and then <laughs> imagine if you just put ten bucks. Yesterday, three hundred forty seven dollars a share ended on. So I mean I don't know about today. Um, I haven't really checked it. I know it was. I think it went. I think at the beginning of today. It yeah, was like I think it was going down. Something. Not it much. Down. It was going down. Yeah. But yeah, so it was. Uh, you put five bucks in there and you made three hundred forty-seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good return on that. Oh yeah. Topic four. Tesla's new Model S. But this is not just like any new update. Apparently, you can play The Witcher Three on your in your Tesla. What a time to be alive! Yo, I'm just saying, if I'm on going a road trip, and I got my autopilot on, yeah, and I'm able to play video games in my freaking Tesla. How how what, much would you use this though? Let's be honest though. Like, you're gonna be the main I don't driver. Th- I don't. I don't think it's main for the main driver. I think it's like if you have kids in the back so, or something. Yeah, like that. it's. I don't know. You know. So this topic is. When I read this, I was like, it's cool. It's a cool idea. And, and, and mind you, Tesla has been doing this for several years now, right? Um, I remember they were playing um, Cuphead like a couple years back, right? But The Witcher? Really? <laughs> like, this is like a fucking 200-hour game. What the f- Like, why? I understand if it's like a little bebop game, like an indie game or something like that. But uh, The Witcher 3... That's just like swinging your dick for no reason. Yo, I'm not. I'm not even gonna leave my car. That's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stay in my car yeah. and just like play Witcher three. Like, that's wild. But it, like, what a time to be alive, nice. though. Like, that. That's insane. That's impressive. I mean, yeah. It just like I said. It's just how is that thing with the driver? Like, obviously the driver can't just sit there and play Witcher three. Right. They gotta pay attention to the to the thing. I don't know how sophisticated the the self driving is right now, mm. but. So what are the I would be reluctant. Go ahead, sorry. I was gonna say, um, I'll give some. I'll go into some specs about the, yeah. the new Tesla Model S. Basically, the outside is a little bit of redesign. Nothing mm. too crazy from what I saw. It's got a whole new interior. I know the interior was kind of like a big thing that people complained about, as far as like it was super plain. Yep. It is eighty thousand dollars for the base model. Okay. With a 412-mile 400, range, $119,000, you get the more powerful Plaid powertrain, yeah. which gives you only 390-mile range, but you can go 0 to 60 in sub-two seconds. So it's like... It's pretty fast. I lose the range, but I gain that much more horsepower. Yeah. And then if, you're, if you got the big bucks, you're balling... $140,000 gets you the Plaid powertrain that has that 0 to 60 in like two seconds. Yeah. And you get 520 miles range. So just alone, I mean, yeah, it's it's not a normal car for everyone. But right, right. That's crazy. That's, like 520 miles range. Yeah, that's and you're excessive. Like, but if you have the money to throw, then why not, right? Yeah. So I'll ask you this. You got, you got 140000 You go get any car. You getting that Tesla? Oh yeah. Model S? Yeah, I think my my goal in life 
one of my goals in life is to own a there Tesla at some point. You know what I mean? Like, I I just think it'd be rad to to own a Tesla. But is that gonna happen? Who the fuck knows? Probably not. Maybe the base model of like a ten <laughs> year old Tesla, sure. Hey man, there's some there's some used ones and but their the, power but trains. there's some that aren't like crazy expensive. Like it's affordable for the middle class. Um, you know, yeah, that, average. I, and I think they're gonna just get uh, less expensive just because yeah. Yeah. eventually they're gonna have competition with all the other manufacturers catching up to electric cars. Right. So just a matter of time. Yeah. But what yeah, about you? What do you what do you feel about like would you would you buy one or would you would you buy this what specific a, one like the base model or the eighty thousand dollar one? I think I would uh, if I had the money i don't know if i'd buy i get eight thousand dollars right now i don't i it's hard to spend eighty thousand dollars just on a car i guarantee like, you would not use like the gaming feature to it though sure you're gonna play butcher i would definitely play the gaming feature at least try it try you know it I mean? like, sure try it. yeah but this is like like if this is a feature in your car so here's the thing i'll, I'll give i'll bring this up to you you gotta charge your car you don't. It's not a quick fill up in gas. Like, say you're doing a road trip somewhere, mm. and you gotta you gotta wait in your car for like twenty minutes, thirty minutes to to charge your battery so you can go to the the next destination. Guess what I'm doing for the next half an hour? Boon up with your three. I see what you're the saying. Half an hour is gonna go by like that. I see what you're doing. So, okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. You got me. Okay. Uh, last topic. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. Is gonna be Bose frames or Bose sunglasses so Bose came out with sunglasses that play music okay so is this is, is it uh-huh uh, do, doesn't Amazon do this already they have an echo oh okay but see the thing is is that they're called echo frames okay. the echo frames are actually like smart frames where like you can control Alexa mm. via the frames these Bose frames are just for music, and that's it. Oh, okay. Have you tried these at all? No, I don't even know how they look like. So they're kind of ugly. They're very, <laughs> they're very, they're very thick because they have to put all that technology into speakers in there. Yep. I tried them, and it was really weird. You tried them like on, like at Best Buy? Or something? I, I yeah, I tried them at the store, and I was like, "This is stupid. This is dumb." I put them on. I'm like. This is kind of cool. Oh, really? It changed you that, it, that quick, huh? Okay. It, so it was, it's cool because like the music's not in your ears. It's just like, it's around your, your head. Like I can't explain it. It's just like, it uses like some kind of like, I don't even know. Again, what a time to so, be alive. So that's why I was just like, I kind of like that because yeah. you can still have a conversation with somebody. Right. Like I could still talk to the person I'm talking to. But I'm listening to music. Yep. The best way I can put it is like, you know, when you're in a movie and there's like there's music playing in the background. It's like a soundtrack to your life. Wow. Like that's how I feel like it is. Yeah. Um, I think Fucking they're like Cuddy over here. Yeah, like <laughs> 200, 250 plus. Yeah. Like, yep. Cool. Yes. Necessary. No. Okay. Whatsoever. So yeah. I mean, when. When do you see us getting to a point where we have frames that show GPS or show our text messages? I think that's when I'll invest in one of these bad boys. This is a tough one because Google 
tried that with didn't france try that didn't like france our our buddy yeah he had that and i think he had to like pay x amount of money to get into like the beta or whatever yeah yeah yeah, i remember that it it just it just never it never took off Mm -hmm. they just i don't know what it was maybe the technology just wasn't there at the time yeah if there's a company that's gonna make it mainstream and make this work and people adopting it it's gonna be probably apple yeah for sure it's it's if they're gonna but i don't even know if they plan to do it or not but yeah we'll we'll see what the future looks like i would definitely like to have some kind of cool futuristic frames i think that'd be that'd be awesome we shall see well folks that's all uh for today's episode of project tech gaming new episodes of project tech gaming um, are available every thursday on major podcast services we also post our videos of our podcast on youtube at project tech gaming as well if you enjoy the podcast send us a sub as always great convo kelf thank you thank you and i'll see you and i'll see you next yep i'll see you next week and uh adios everyone peace